Hello. Hey there. Hi. Oh, it's just the <laughs> two of us. It's just the two of us again. We can make it you and I. It's just the two of us. You and I. Is it? Is it the same over and over? I th I think the rest of the three minutes goes like that. Is it sh shepherd's pie? No. It is now. <laughs> we can make it just the two of us. Shepherd's pie. <laughs> pie. Yeah. Sounds like a lovely Sunday afternoon, baking something with your mom. <laughs> I don't it, know. It works. It it just works. It just How does. you doing, man? I'm doing well. How about you? Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. Just put them on it's not face. something we normally have to worry about <laughs> when we do these things, but uh, at the moment, there is a camera pointing at my face in my living room. Well, normally yeah. when we do these things, my hands are in my pants. I, I mean, I uh, guess I could still keep them in my pants. Nobody's going to see it, but... Yeah, I mean, I could too, I guess. I'm I'm chest up only, uh, but for everyone's sake i think it's best if they my hands stay away from there <laughs> well, this is the first time we've done this this is something different this is something new mm -hmm. uh, we're just chatting <clears throat> on twitch um, but we're recording our podcast that comes out bi-weekly as well yeah all and at the same time it's a little different like we said Simply because we're live, but also we're down Chris, who is out of state. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are watching, hi. I can do that. I can wave at you. Um, but I don't think you're in here yet. No. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he'll hop in at some point and say something. Uh, yeah. Ask us some inappropriate question or... Almost assuredly. Some dick or fart joke. Both. At the, yeah. Liking. I mean, yeah. So... Um, this is, well, a little while ago we had a, a, a meeting of the minds, mm -hmm. CGYP, and this is something we talked about doing. And so we're just going to do it live. F it. <laughs> uh, so this might be become a regular thing. We'll see. We're going to fine tune and tweak things as we go along, but it'll work out and it will end up with a great product for everybody to watch or listen to no matter what format you're doing. Yeah. So, but in case this is the first time you've seen us, we're come get your podcast. And tomorrow, Saturday, November 2nd, we're going to be streaming for the charity Extra Life. And all around me, you can see above me, there's information pertaining to that and down below. Uh, a lot of people around the globe will be doing this as well, along with us. Not with us, with us, but at the same time. So tune in. Uh, if you can, donate. It'd be lovely. Yeah, just one one giant community trying to raise money for, you know, children's hospitals. So It's hard to argue against that. Yeah. But. I, mean, I mean, you can try, and I won't respect you for it, but you can definitely try. You can definitely try. Uh, but, oh man, I, I, like I said, I don't know what to do with my hands. I like, we had a plan going into this and I'm already going off rails. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, man. But that's okay. Everybody's nervous their first time. Every time's the first, never mind. <laughs> Anywho, we're a podcast about video games. Let's talk about some video games. Yeah, let's do we? it. Uh, 
So not this Friday. I mean, well, both of us. It caught both of us at some point. I figured it out a little earlier on just because I heard somebody say it. But Death Stranding, the next game by Hideo Kojima, is coming to us. Except the reviews have already hit us this week. Oh, hello, buddy. There he is. <laughs> Knew you'd be here at some point. Hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, love you back. Yeah, Chris just wanted to give his love before he left. So, to everyone sure, listening. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's to us. I'm sure it's to the listeners. I know we wish he could be here, but we'll have to do this again sometime. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> but yeah, death, death, we're we're getting some reviews on Death Stranding, right? And they're interesting all over the place yeah it's it's this is a i mean given the pr we've seen for this game you know Mm -hmm. dating back to what two years now three years 2016 was the first trailer at e3 yeah so So, years yeah so just over three years and i'm it's not too surprising that the reviews are as mixed as the reactions to you know the, the the PR, yeah, just for this game, like the the the, the marketing of this game, dropped. right? So, I'm there were many, and I, each time I said I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I'm so excited for it. Yeah, and the and I think we were talking just before we just before we went live, and I mean I don't know how many reviews you've either watched or read. Um, I watched the Inside Gaming. Uh, review okay and based off of what they were saying um i think the two of us have like differing like differing opinions on it and it's i think both of us are right in our own respects right absolutely i mean i guess that is the nice part about video games is not everyone has to like the same things exactly it's like i can still i can still love the man and the games that he makes i just this one may just not be for me you know like and that's fine i'll, I'll be around for the next one that's okay so based on inside gaming's review they said essentially that this game isn't for everyone and you're either gonna really dig it or you're gonna be the complete opposite not hate but i mean you know it's not gonna be a game for you and Based on uh, Lauren Sontag was one of the presenters of the review. And based on what he said, Dustin and I went opposite ways in terms of I want to get it eventually. And Dustin's probably going to pass. I think I'm probably going to get a physical copy. And if you feel the need to sometime, you can just borrow it. That would that would be cool. I might Um, solve it. Because, I mean, I, I since we don't really know much about the game i mean just to what we've seen or heard or you know in in any of the videos but i mean the basic the basic premise i got was that you're i mean you're a delivery guy yeah i mean it, it's in a very post-apocalyptic you know post death yeah called death happened. stranding something like that you know some giant i don't know exodus maybe but like I don't know that 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 part's not for me, but it had some like it had interesting aspects to it. Like apparently there's going to be some sort of co-op mode where you can finish a mission, whatever you're doing, and then the area might open up afterwards for, you know, other players to help you, I guess, customize the environment. 
you so okay yeah it's what, like loaded <laughs> which again we still don't exactly know because people who have actually played review copies of the game have been very non-spoilery which is appreciated <clears throat> yes but it's apparently at some point the game maybe it's even sooner than we think that the game kind of opens up into a social i'm not going to say hub but i i think kind of like dark souls there are shards of servers Mm -hmm. based on where you're at or maybe even time i don't know and you can work together with other players of death stranding and make bridges or structures of different kinds that could make traversal for your deliveries easier or harder mm-hmm. and if it's if it's kind of like what i think i'm basing it off of the shared co-op multiplayer experience of metal gear solid 5 which there okay. was a tr- there was a true multiplayer from mgs5 but there was also a mode where you could infiltrate each other's bases Oh, I think I remember that. I don't know if I ever played it. I don't. I mean, it was mainly a. You didn't have to play it. It, it, That's the fun part. Is like if you got to a certain point in the game, you opened your base up for possible attack. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, because I do. I do. Yeah, I do remember getting like invaded at times. Yeah, and you can be online or offline. It didn't matter. Um, so I'm wondering if it's going to be more like that where you don't necessarily I don't think you're going to see other players in Death Stranding I think there just might be things that are like hey can you offer up maybe resources and then a thing appears or maybe not I don't know (laughs) no one said yeah and I think they were they brought up something about how there there's the possibility that you can help other players like deliver packages or like they can help yep. you in ways or like yep. it, it's a very t- it's a shared experience. Yeah. Like the rest of the description of the game didn't really catch like it didn't it didn't sound bad. It just didn't it just didn't get, catch me. Right. Like it just sure. you, you just tell when it gets you. And I just kind of feel like it missed the mark with me. But that cooperative um, a- like element to it is the one thing that really kind of made, gave me pause where I was like, that is a very interesting idea. And I, I like that idea. I'm interested to see how it will, actually will work. I'm right? going to call it the Kojima factor. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Cause there's always yes. something with this guy and he's like, ah, that's that there's the genius part. And I think that's it in this case. And it's something I'm not going to say revolutionary or brand brand new, but I think the way he's envisioning it, if it does work the way he envisions it, it could be very interesting and a good social experiment. Sure. I guess we'll see what happens. And I mean, it's too early for review copies to, for those reviewers to know what that experience is because there's simply not enough people playing the game. It may not even be turned on at the moment. So it's just something that we're going to have to wait and see what people say or maybe Chris or myself will experience it ourselves. I think both Chris, oh, I know myself, obviously, but I'm pretty sure Chris is in the same boat where we're going to wait a little bit sure, and then get it eventually because there's a bunch of stuff uh, on our plates at the moment that we really want to sink our teeth into. 
uh, I believe that being the Outer Worlds, which we'll get into. <laughs> That's a whole man. Yeah. Um, but I, the game continues to intrigue me. Another review I saw was from Nerdist, and they were the it was Dan Casey who reviewed it, mm-hmm. and he had only played a few hours. But what he says is it seems eternally slow at points, but nowhere in there is he like. I, I'm done with it. He wants more somehow. And he's not sure why. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think you might be right. I think there's also shades of Metal Gear Solid 4, not strictly because of the game, but there will be hour plus long cutscenes in it for exposition or pushing forward the narrative. Uh, there it is. Um, <laughs> hi, Jeffy. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Glad to do it. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, I never I, I never played Metal Gear Solid 4. I watched Metal Gear Solid 4 because I didn't have a PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still watched the entirety of that game, gameplay and all, and cutscenes and all, and I dug it. So I'm on board for having really long cutscenes, uh, even though that might not be the best in terms of if I have something to do that day. Sure. sure. Um, but I can get behind it eventually. I don't know. It's, it's not a day one purchase for me. It's a definite. No, I'm not. I'm, you know, what? I'm not even gonna say definite. It's a very probable purchase for me down the road. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think another thing that they kind of said was, you know, as long as you, it's very, very realistic in, in elements. So, I know a lot of people complained about Red Dead Redemption 2 and how unnecessarily realistic that game was, even though I personally enjoy that. Um, right. But like people have complained about how slow that story can be. Mm-hmm. So the guys, at least the guys at Inside Gaming said, if, if that was a problem for you, this is that and then some. But it's it's still an experience though right like it, that's kind of what it's all about as long as you have fun playing it who cares like i mean it, it's, yeah that's all that matters day. really at the end yeah. of the day that's all that matters um but one thing that lawrence did say was that um <laughs> but horse testicles though um one, one thing that lawrence did <laughs> one thing that lawrence did say though was that you know, if you watch the the videos or watch the the gameplay or watch the trailer or whatever, and it just like whatever your gut feeling is, he just says just trust your gut and you're you'll be right. Like it's just it's kind of just one of those things. And I, I generally trust the man, so I'm gonna go with my gut. And well, that being said, your gut's currently saying maybe probably pass. Yeah. And if Chris or I get a copy, then you'll be more apt to try it. Yeah, yeah. If I actually watch some gameplay opposed to a trailer or just a review of it, um, yeah, maybe it maybe it does catch me. Maybe it's just I have a different view of what it's going to be in my head based off of all the information I currently have. Right. Um, but then once I watch you or Chris or whomever play it, and I'm oh. like, okay, no, I'm into this. Then obviously, yeah. Then my reaction will change, and I'll probably just as go of, out and get it. As of this recording, it comes out in one week. Uh, when this audio recording comes out that's gonna be a new thing to say um when the audio recording comes out it'll be three days away yeah it, this comes out tuesday so wednesday thursday friday yeah three days um i think 
I'll know a lot more, and I'm sure you will too, because I I'll tune into some people who are playing it that yeah. aren't when you know Twitch isn't being consumed by the outer worlds and modern warfare at the moment, which <laughs> got that's, both of those and yeah. See, that's that's one of those the the modern warfare is one of those games that my gut was saying I'm not gonna buy another Call of Duty. And then everything I've read and everything I've seen is starting to change my opinion of that game. Like I might, I might get it. I don't know. So I'm told I'll do a, I'll do a quick review. Okay. For personal. Sure. I, the, I've finished the campaign. I'd say at lowest, I'd give it an eight out of 10. <laughs> really? It. Uh, as far as an, as a narrative goes, it's not bad. It's on par with, I mean, it's a military shooting game. They do a pretty good job of making it at least a little bit compelling. Sure. Um, it's well paced. It's not overly long. Uh, you can get, you can, if you play it on normal, you could get through it in less than a day. Um, so six hours, seven hours, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, and then you can bump up the difficulty for things and, uh, reasons. And I think if you play on harder difficulties, you unlock stuff for multiplayer and spec ops, which is kind of cool, but narratively it's really good. Visually it looks stunning. Um, it's whatever engine they're running, even not even just, I mean, gameplay looks great. Cuts, the cutscenes look crazy good. And if you're playing on 4K on PC, they look even better. But I'm playing on 4K on console, and they still look amazing. Then Spec Ops, I haven't touched yet. Uh, I've heard they're ha- they have issues with bugs right now, so that's I'm staying away. But it'll be there eventually. And um, the story continues from the campaign through Spec Ops. So that's kind of cool, too. That is and a cool idea. Just the way the ending of this campaign works so well with everything else without giving anything away then i mean multiplayer is i mean it's call of duty multiplayer from infinity ward it's pretty solid there's it's new it's just a week old today uh so it's very campy but it's call of duty so when isn't it (laughs) that's true this is it's a little extra right now and um because it's the it's slower paced gameplay which is both good and bad, in my opinion. But it's not like Black Ops 4, even, when you could just run around and run and gun and be crazy. You sure. can still do that sometimes, but more nine times out of ten, like you gotta be it's you gotta slow it down. That being said, I really like it. The gunplay feels amazing. Um the new modes are really good. Uh even they're currently running 64 players on like a ground war is now like 30 v or 30 players instead of like, you know, it used to be 10 v 10. Yeah. So now it's mainly like 20 v 20, uh, except on one map, it's now, uh, 32 v 32. <laughs> okay. And they're and probably going to, they're probably going to bump that up. <laughs> are these gigantic maps just like absolutely gigantic? Yeah, you're looking, especially the 32v32 one, you're looking at a slightly smaller than, like, a large battlefield map. 
if you i mean you, you you've played battlefield a lot you know you kind of know what i'm talking about yeah yeah so uh there's rumors that they might go to 50 v 50 unconfirmed at the moment but i think they could handle that without being crowded on any of the big maps and there's only three or four of them at the moment that are capable of holding that many players okay so i don't know it, i mean i mean do you think that's a way to test to get up to like a battle royale size map and or player base i mean yes. it's still got a little ways to go because 32 v 32 i mean it's not quite up to 100 players but 60 so players on a map that's a lot missed the rumor mill i did this past week uh, supposedly in January sometime, there's going to be a standalone free-to-play Call of Duty Battle Royale. Okay. So this will be a separate game from Modern Warfare, Modern, War, Modern Warfare 4. You got it. Yes. <laughs> I, I did it. Um, okay. And that's essentially Not- that's Activision or whomever saying, okay, blackout four or black ops four blackout is just going to be what gone right like i'm gonna assume they're not gonna keep supporting that one while trying to also support another one that they're trying to make its own thing not much is known beyond i have read from several different sources saying that they had their sources inside that kind of circle are saying to look for something in january Okay. So that could either mean it's just bye bye Black Ops 4 or, or Blackout. Uh, right. It could also mean they're essentially porting it to f- just standalone free to play like they did with Zombies. Sure. And then it's still Treyarch for now. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, <laughs> switch dev teams. Yeah, pretty much. Um, or maybe it'll just be like Raven software or sledgehammer running it by themselves so let me ask you this question okay given that you've already played now the campaign not much online or anything with the the updated graphics or whatever engine they're running gameplay all that Mm -hmm. can you see yourself going back and playing some blackout oh yeah i still have it installed okay specifically for blackout so it does so it doesn't take away so even though there's the improvements of the graphics and some of the changes to gameplay or whatever it's still like you're like okay it's not so much that i still don't want to go back and 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 play blackout it's still the best battle royale on console yeah no you're right so i think if they can port it forward or bring you know bring over blackout to be the first standalone part yeah and have cross play i think that would be best case scenario obviously um otherwise i mean for now like i like i said i still have it installed still have black ops 4 installed Mm -hmm. if i want to play a battle royale uh i can just go do that and be happy because modern warfare is so different with its i mean the battlefield mode um for lack of a better term and then also having the 2v2 game mode is uber competitive and something completely different. Yeah. 
and then what we've really experienced before with Call of Duty multiplayers, and then uh, regular multiplayer is good. I they gotta tweak some stuff, but the game's a week old. Like I I can get past that on like most of the subreddit. <clears throat> so, I, yeah, like I can have my cake and eat it too at the moment. Good. I, I was kind of worried that like something new would come out. You know, because sometimes that happens and you have all those updates and it's like, for example, like I, I, I do very much enjoy playing Borderlands 3. Mm-hmm. I do like the story from Borderlands 2 more. Um, like part of me early on was like, oh, man, what if I wanted to go back and kind of finish off a DLC or do something else? And it was like, I, I'm just I'm never going to go back. I, I don't see myself going back after. I saw re- Borderlands 2 installed as well. <laughs> I do also have it installed, but it's like I'm not. With all the, to, all the improvement of life upgrades to Borderlands yeah. 3, I just, I don't see myself going back. I completely get it. You know? Uh, I'm, Misty and I want 100% those DLCs, so we're gonna, we're gonna do it. Well, see, yeah, for something like that, I can, I can see it. Uh, That's mainly for, why. <clears throat> right. For me, it's more like, I'm just, I'll probably not go back and play it. It'll be a while you before know? I go back. Yeah. I know that. Maybe, maybe. But it, I mean, it's, I'm keeping it there for a reason. So when we feel like it, we can go hop in and get more trophies. Um, however, like with, with the, it's going to be tough to go back for a while just because of everything Borderlands three did, did mm-hmm. is doing. Uh, and there's a lot of good content in there too. So, and I want a hundred percent that one. And uh, I don't know. For some reason, I'm all about 100%ing Gearbox games. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they're very fun to 100%. Like, they mm-hmm. do make it very fun to That's do. True. It's not labor, you know. It's not very intense. It's, like, stuff that you actually want to experience. So, Speaking of stuff you want to experience. Or maybe not. BlizzCon. <laughs> happening right now uh i don't know if the live stream is still going it's nine o'clock so it's seven o'clock out there uh but we got some new announcements for better or worse uh oh no i have to fix Streamlabs. damn it oh that's okay that's keep it for tomorrow later that's something for later yeah um i have to allow links from from uh Streamlabs, but anyway uh couple of good announcements i'm gonna let you take the lead on this one since you've watched the trailers whoa you all right over there that wasn't me my wife is making i think <laughs> cupcakes right now and i know i told her to try Just to keep it down and i guarantee you i could probably I, I could probably see the look on her face is <laughs> that like oh shit <laughs> So I'll just keep going. <laughs> but Katie, if you tune in to watch or listen to this later, thanks for that. We did hear you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was hard not to. Yeah, I mean the the two <laughs> biggest ones, um, at least for me, I, I mm-hmm. have not really checked in much. Um, mostly because Blizzard's not on my very, you know, they're they're not on my nice nest list, right? I would, they I would, are kind of on the naughty list right yeah, now. Yeah, you know, my just my opinion, whatever political beliefs, whatever, whatever. That's my opinion, and it's it's a free country, so I can do that. But the two Excellent. big ones were uh, obviously Diablo Four and Overwatch Two. Now, I don't know much about either, really, other than 
if you watch the nine minute trailer for Diablo four, um, it's pretty fucked up. You had a, <laughs> so before we, before we started streaming and recording, I, we were in discord with each other, just kind of hashing out our plan for tonight. And you were watching that or the ending of that. And you had a visceral reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the ending of that trailer is pretty fucked up. Okay. But I haven't watched it yet, and I plan it, to later. Yeah, and it was fucked up in a way that even my personal beliefs aside of Blizzard and how they're acting lately. Oh, okay. Um, man, it made me want to get the game. Yeah, it did. Um, so like you played just like, a lot of Diablo three, right? I did, I did, and if okay. it's going to play anything similar to that, which it, I'm assuming it will, um. It's a very fun game to just kind of grind and loot and then get to the different rampage or like hell mm-hmm. uh, modes. But so Diablo four uh, is basically just I'm, I'm just going to read a brief description of it. It just takes place many years after the events of Diablo three. Okay. So it's after millions have been slaughtered by the actions of the high heavens and burning hells alike. So in that vacuum of power, a legendary name resurfaces. Um, I can spoil that name for you if you'd like. It's at the end of the trailer. I have a guess. What do you, what's your guess? I, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm I, curious. I, cause I, I, all right, you, you caught me. I don't know the guy's name. I just have a, whatever the stay a while. Oh, no. I, not <laughs> as a hero. I just figured his name would be thrown around again. You mean Bane? Yeah. Mean Batman. Uh... Yes. I am um, God blend. I am Diablo's Gotham will fall to its knees. Sorry. Gotham um, will fall to its knees. <laughs> no, the, the name that is, is spoken is Lilith. And that is a like that's like a demon mother, essentially. It's it's now I barely played any of three. Is that why I'm having a tough time recognizing it? No, no. It's been ages and, since I played two. Yeah, and it's it's really only because in the trailer they call, somebody calls her mother. Um, she is very um, intimidating. I would mm. say at the end of that, um, she's a demon, especially in the way in which she arrives. But cool. uh, that's the fucked up part. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think she's just like a like a demon, you know. She's not necessarily like Lucifer or Satan, but it's it's you know like she their mom, a mother of some demons and shit, right? Like very okay. very very powerful. So okay, so that's that's intriguing. Um, haven't I have not watched the gameplay trailer? I don't know what that's like. I, I think there's only like maybe three or so my classes that are available. Is there I don't a know how many. Trailer? I think there is. Okay. Um. Yeah, if I scroll down just a little farther, Diablo 4 official gameplay trailer. I'm not going to click on it. There's only three characters on there, so I don't even know what they are. Um, But that's interesting. I I think this is one of the ways that I think Blizzard needed to try to... Right the ship. Yeah, a little bit of a comeback. Because, again, they haven't come out with a new game, I think, in like three years now. I mean, you could say World of Warcraft Classic, but that's... It's It's not new. Um, Right, right. What was their Overwatch? Was their last new game? Hey, maybe that came out in like 2016, right? Maybe even 15. Right, like Blizzard really hasn't come out with anything. 
lately. So well, that's why last year, last year's BlizzCon was a huge disappointment. Right, because you wanted Diablo three on your phone. It's like no, people wanted Diablo four last year. <laughs> so you don't have phones. You know, better late than never. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. I like the Blizzard or uh, the Diablo series. I I have played very little bit of the first one. Um, I played a decent amount of the second one and i played a lot of the third one okay so but uh and then with overwatch 2 i again i haven't watched the gameplay gameplay trailer of this i know there's also a, like a cinematic trailer but it has to do with the story and i'm not really up to i don't really know what the story is very much of the of the first overwatch i know there is a story there but it i sounds, think we all fell off the wagon after a while yeah and i and i think with, with overwatch 2 it's, I mean, if you like Overwatch and you like PvP, but then you'd also like to play a PvE style campaign with a story, I think you'll like this game. Um, That's everything I've read about it is like it seems more PvE centric. Right, right. Which is like good. They had those events, a few of them, I think, yeah, and, or yeah. at least two. Uh, yeah, that and, we and dabbled with. Exactly. And I think people really kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we did because it was something new, but basing a whole game on it you know i i i think like for the both the two of us at least and i know chris uh, as well like i don't think any of us have played the overwatch in probably half a year or more more in some cases right so i mean if you like overwatch you'll probably like overwatch too um if you're like us and stopped playing overwatch you probably won't get Overwatch 2. You know? They almost shot themselves in the foot by making that game. The first one? Or yeah. are you talking the second one? Yeah. Because you, you, when you make Overwatch 2, you have to change. I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, like, you kind of have to change the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what they're doing, to their credit. But I, I don't know. I... I know you could win Chris if you make a 24-7, 365 Lucio Ball story mode. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be fair, would be pretty cool. (laughs) It would be pretty cool. Um, I don't know why that's not just a, like, always an option to be, like, a game mode. But I'm sure they have their reasons. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. So, I mean, they don't, they don't want to dilute the pool of players, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think, well, at least with BlizzCon, um, I haven't really been paying too much attention to it other than these two games, just because they um, are fairly big games. It but, just started today. Yeah. So, I know, not that I really want to talk about it. I know there's some rioting going on outside. Or not rioting, protesting. Protesting. A lot of protests. Um, not surprising. But, a lot of Winnie um, the Pooh. A lot of Winnie the Pooh. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm willing to at least see what they're doing with it. Right. I mean, I mean, it's blizzard at the end of the day. Um, right. Personal viewpoints on their business, not business as of late, Mm -hmm. you know, aside, they still make good games. Um, I, I mean, several that have lasted decade plus. So, yeah, I think, I think in this case, a couple of very fire from the hip like decisions 
incorrect decisions really kind of put them in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, starting from a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And there was really no like there was just really no way to get out of it clean. You know, I don't know. Yeah. So I hope they can write the ship. I hope. I hope I mean, Overwatch 2 is a success. I hope that Diablo 4 is good, you know. Uh, I, I mean, you make Diablo 4 good. Them. I think you make a lot of bad stuff go away. I think you're right. So hopefully... I Also, to my knowledge, neither game has a release date. No, that, and that's and that's exactly why. Like, I think it's still so, just so... Like, that's almost like... I'm pretty sure they leaked this too, right? Like that these were going to be announced because I think someone did. Well, I I don't want to speculate, but I would put money on somebody from Blizzard or Activision purposely release that based off of the press that they've been getting. So why not try to make people excited again by going, hey, Diablo 4. You're going to see it. Yeah. Now you're excited, right? So overwatch 2 it makes so. sense to do that honestly it does <laughs> uh whether it's intentional or not is a probably i mean i putting putting the speculation classes on like yeah they probably someone internally leaked quote unquote leaked something to somebody who is very has been reliable on leaks in the past i think that's mm-hmm. probably what i would have done if i was in their position but i mean yeah, what i'm same. not i don't work for a multi-billion dollar company yet um <laughs> so i don't know i mean i think it really comes down to diablo whenever diablo 4 comes out if you can get if you can have a successful launch with less than you know half the troubles that they did when three launched i think that will erase the memories of a lot of people and i think you're right so i mean there'll there'll be the people that are still professionally angry about everything and then there'll be the people that are diehard blizzard fans and then there'll be a bunch of people like us that are like i mean i don't like what you're doing but if you come out with a quality game, I don't want to necessarily punish the people that worked very hard on a game right. that they care a lot it's about. Not necessarily their faults. Right. It's it's not Blizzard as a whole. Right? No. So it's some suits. Exactly. But I mean it's still a tough situation to be in. Yeah. And hopefully they did I mean, I don't think they, you know, killed anything by no. the actions they've made. Or even last year's BlizzCon. Because currently, by showing Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2, you kind of already righted last year, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a step in the right direction. We'll see what they do. And really, let's get some announcement dates. That's a big one. That's really key, you know. Um, also, and I'm, re- I'm, I'm really glad that Blizzard... Oh, no, what were you going to say? Oh, no, I'm... I'm off topic. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was just gonna say I'm I'm really glad that Blizzard isn't just doubling down on some of their poor choices. Yep, <laughs> that's a smart move. Um, yeah, there's well at least yet there hasn't been a you have phones moment. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> off to a kick-ass start there. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, what I was going to say completely off topic is I have a notification on my phone from Dr. Mario World, and I, I thought I uninstalled that game months ago. That's all. Oh. So Nintendo's sticking to it, I guess. Also, I my jersey matches the chair color, so that's fun fact for you. I like that. <laughs> Completely intentional. Anyway. It's a lovely sweater. It is a lovely sweater. Uh, BlizzCon continues tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we won't be tuning in because we'll be busy here doing something that's above me up there. Uh, uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. starting at 9 a.m. Central Time, we will be streaming for the Extra Life Charity, benefiting Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, we have our local-ish one, uh, and people will be streaming... I think, well, you can do it whenever, but the big time is generally November 2nd, or I know Rooster Teeth's going November 9th, and um, I got it. Yeah. Uh, And and, uh, we'll be benefiting any kind of uh, children's house, well, our specific one. Anyway, uh, I will be be streaming it here. Uh, You will get used to that couch and drapes behind me, and joining me tomorrow will be Dustin who would normally, I think in the future when we do this, will be over here somewhere. And then uh, Katie as well will be hopping in for a shift. And we'll be streaming all day till technically 8 a.m. on Sunday. And I know, hey, that doesn't equal 24 hours, but we live in an area that still (laughs) observes daylight savings time. So does it fall back this weekend? Sunday morning, 2 a.m. Damn. That is you. Uh, Katie is there in chat right now. Mm -hmm. Hi. But, um, so, you can call me a coward, but I'm not going to go 25 hours just to say we did it from 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. No, please. and Just for my personal mental well-being. Yeah. So, 9 a.m. to... The following, what would have been 9 a.m. had daylight savings not interrupted us. Mm-hmm. The video games will be played, and other, and maybe some other things too. But uh, it's gonna be a good time. We have uh, a couple care packages already. I know there's gonna be a couple more on the way. Thank you, B. Uh, and it's gonna be a long haul, but it's gonna be fun, and hopefully we can hit our thousand dollar goal which i think we can i think we can too it's gonna be possible so i got some fancy stuff all set up through extra life for this stream you can see this lovely border around me as part of that uh and then i have some fun stream integrations if we get donations uh via our participant page which i believe is extra dash life slash participant slash come get your podcast uh, every once in a while in the chat, you'll see a Streamlabs bot, which I will fix to show a link. <sighs> and uh, you can click there. Otherwise, on our Twitch page down below, there's a panel that will link you directly to there as well. Uh, we'll take whatever you can give. If it's nothing and it's just hi- you know air high fives and saying hi in chat and hanging out with us, that's absolutely fine. We uh, pre-thank you already. And unless you got anything to add. 
No, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm glad that you reminded me that it's daylight savings time because I definitely would have set my alarm for the wrong time when I'm supposed to come back in. And you would have probably been like, hey, man, I'm dying over here. Where are you? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're staying, if you're going to be sleeping here for that party or shift, I can easily go get you. But if you're home too, that's fine. But yeah, no, well, we're going to get 24 hours of streaming, B. We're, uh, no, my body can't take it. Yeah, we're we're gonna be it's it's gonna be tough anyway. But it's the first time we've ever done something like this. So yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a slight experiment, but an overall good experience for everybody. Hopefully, uh, and you have what? Talk about Ant Man the Wasp. Dose oh, the streets. That is that wasn't that was announced. Um, we'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it won't be of 25 hours. It will be 24 hours. And I don't know if phones would automatically compensate alarms for that or not. They do. Um, okay. Oh, shit. But, yeah, I mean, well, if I set it for the wrong time, it would automatically kick back and then not go off. It would still be an off hour off. Okay. Well, but, either way, mm-hmm. it'll work out. And it'll get done. And we're going to raise some money for some fine hospitals and then yeah, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll do it i'll do it for chris for the cure and then i'm gonna sleep forever yeah yeah I'm gonna, sunday sunday is gonna be full recovery oh man i found uh, out yesterday that i have monday off finally <laughs> i do so that helps. not have monday off <laughs> it's uh well, Your boy is going to have to just fully recover on Sunday. That's my only option. Fun fact, uh, my mom is selling her home and had a last-minute potential buyer super early before the house was even on the market. And so she was going to be cleaning all weekend and was just like, your sister's coming over Sunday because that's her only day she can do it. So that's the day we're doing it. And I was like, yeah, I will. I don't know if I can. She's like, well, what do you mean? And, it's like, and I reminded her of what we're doing. She understood, but at the same time, she's like, I really need your help. <laughs> I was like, well, I will be completely useless Yeah. the rest of Sunday. If you really want me there, I can be there and I can be moral support. But I like heavy lifting after staying up for 24 hours plus. No, thank you. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Thankfully, uh, these last minute super important buyers found another house they put an offer on. So I don't have to do it anymore and I can just sleep all day. Good. Like lazy person I am. Good. But still be up in time for Watchmen, which have you started watching that yet? I have not. Fucking heard, do it. <laughs> I've heard I need to. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I need to start. I have HBO. I'll just give it, I'll give it a shot. It's only two episodes in. It's really good. Okay. Okay. So. Between you and Zach already, I'm, I'm convinced. So oh. I'll, I'll, the, the two of you, I don't think have ever steered me wrong on a, on a show. The, I honestly can't think of one. So. It's Damien Lindelof. Like, yeah, you're going to get a story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lost was a bit whatever, but The Leftovers is great. So. So I'm all for it. Definitely worth it. But um, not to, you know, be super positive and then suddenly be super negative. But yeah, how, this... how about a company that did double down on their. Bad stupidity. choices. No, not stupid. I won't say stupidity. I don't know. It, this this was announced after our last recording, and or was it last week? 
I think it was just last week. Time flies. Like I said, this last week has taken forever to get past. Fallout 76. Not a great game. Didn't release well. Hasn't been updated well. And Bethesda Game Works, right? Or is it Software? No, Softworks is the publisher. Game Bethesda Games is the developer. I think you're right. Yeah. Todd Howard and company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 76 was probably one of the biggest bombs of the year. Not yeah. the biggest, but top five biggest flops of 2019 so far. Easily. And a lot of people have stuck by that game and sworn by it. And I we all dropped off ages ago. Mm-hmm. We had our we had fun, mm-hmm. we had a lot of fun, and then more and more problems kept coming in, and they were being fixed, and then suddenly there were microtransactions that not pay to win directly, but pay to repair broken things if you're in the middle of a firefight, which is kind of like paying to win. <laughs> a little bit, opinion. <laughs> sure, for sure. And then last week we get the fun fun announcement of fallout first for fallout 76 fallout 420 fallout 69 (laughs) xxx what is fallout first dustin (laughs) well i believe well for me uh it was a tuesday uh for me i think b was the one that at least alerted me to what just happened uh because i think he messaged our uh podcast uh, messenger and facebook and fallout right. first is essentially an annual or monthly subscription mm-hmm. to fallout in which you get what is it you get your own private server we get all wait we get all fallouts no 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 no. sorry it's a fallout 76 right oh just the one game that's broken yes um but don't worry you get things like you can create your own server which is everything that everybody's wanted since the launch of the game that sounds great so you should be happy about it right uh you get unlimited um what is it storage space which would be cool and honestly a big issue and i don't even remember what the rest of this shit is but cosmetics Oh, you're right. You're right. A bunch of cosmetic stuff that people really want in a broken Out, game. An outfit to show how cool you are. Uh, an emote to show how cool you are. And then maybe some weapon skins, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, you're right. So you get a you get a special you get a special outfit to say that you are a Fallout first subscriber Never. so that anybody in the server that's not can troll the shit out of you. Which has but, been amazing, yeah. That this has been happening. There's been several posts about it on Twitter, stuff like that. But there are now sides to Fallout seventy six that include people who have paid either it's what twelve ninety nine a month. It's it's either twelve ninety nine a month. Yep. Or one hundred dollars for the annually. Year. Okay, so you're you saving are, money there. You're saving you are 20 correct. Bucks. That is more expensive than Netflix. It's more expensive than PlayStation. Uh, it's more expensive than Xbox Gold. It's more expensive 
than Hulu. It's more expensive than the newly coming in Disney Plus. <laughs> um, so. But don't worry. You, I mean, you get trolled by all those people. You can just create your own server and play an, an online version of Fallout by yourself. So me and my all my PlayStation friends list in this case. Uh, so like I got there's like 10 of us that play the game. We can do that, right? Yeah. Right. No, because it's only eight people, <laughs> including oh. the host. Oh. <laughs> and then on top of that, if you are hosting uh, a server because you pay twelve ninety nine a month or a hundred dollars mm-hmm. annually mm-hmm. to have your own private server. If you are not online, your friends can't join that server. Uh, yeah, wild subscription is $15. Yeah. And you get three games worth of stuff. <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. Always uh, online. Yeah, a wild subscription is $15 a month. It's always online, and you have, yeah, access to a, a lot of stuff. I'm not sure how much it would cost to rent your own private server for a while, which would probably add a, a few dollars onto that per month. Probably. But you don't, if you're hosting the server, you don't need to be online in order for your friends to play it and experience any progression they've made. So you're, you have your own private server as long as you're online. But if you're not online, you can't have, your friends can't play with you. They have to make no. their own private servers unless they don't have Fallout first yep and then on top of that um storage space in fallout 76 that was always a big issue uh because you had to really pick and choose what you held in there because they can only hurt uh, only hold a certain amount of weight that was mm-hmm. upped a couple times through patches thankfully but now with fallout first if you pay the monies you get unlimited storage space which on paper sounds amazing because that is a, that was a huge issue mm-hmm. except most storage containers have been eating items players have been storing in them and they're permanently gone (laughs) Uh, and there's no way to get them back so yeah there's more than double in a public server the amount of players that can continue is simultaneously be online so i but if i pay for a double can i pay for two versions of fallout first so that i can have 16 people play on one server i think that's the only way to do it oh see that's how they get you coming and big, going that's big brain moves right there it's like you don't necessarily have to say this is stupid but like legitimately my opinion is like if this isn't just straight up a joke this might be one of the dumbest things i've ever seen a company do like it's, it's not it, a, this has to be a joke. It's not a good look. No. Like um, no. <laughs> so I It's not a great look and just I mean I like what can you say? Like here's unlimited storage space. Oops, you, it might you might not have any of the items you put in there. Like like this that you're like, paying twelve ninety nine per month or a hundred dollars annually for decision, it's a little hmm. de- decisions like this honestly and I hate I hate having this kind of reaction to this but decisions like this honestly make me want to not like get the new Doom 
Like it just like I kind of want to just flip off Bethesda and just that's, go. You know what, dude? Forget it. Here's I'm how I'm partitioning it. Uh, because the new Doom Eternal is being published by Bethesda Softworks, and it's being developed by ID Software. Yeah. This is strictly a Todd Howard joint that's making this bad, bad decisions. Like, does he Um, just need to buy new, like, motorcycle jackets or some shit? I honestly think it's in order to pay people to stay on to update the game. Yeah, because they have to be just losing money on this, right? Yeah, like, they're just hemorrhaging on this game. They have to be. And... I mean, I, I don't know. Here's where we can get fun conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Is excuse me, maybe this is intentional, and they're literally doing their own vault simulation by making a haves and haves not thing happen in game. Hmm. I doubt it, but you know, it's fun to speculate. Yeah, no, I I think this is. Hey, we're making. The new um, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls. And then what was the space? Starfield, Starfield. Like they're they're currently making those and they expected to get more money out of Fallout 76 and it didn't happen. And now they're kind of scrambling to make sure they can fund the things they're currently trying to do. I I feel like this is a, a keep the lights on move. Yeah. For no, that's what whatever, I mean. yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, we're saying the same thing. I, for yeah. like whatever teams <laughs> remaining there, which I mean, it's a live service. You got to have a lot of people there, and I mean, and it it is a way to get those diehard fans to spend even more money and make up for all of the mass exodus of players like us that just said, "Nah, I'll come back when you have a finished product." That's really all I'm asking for at this point. But so. where's your confidence at after Fallout 76 and previously before that Fallout 4, which was good, but like overall, like that is not what we wanted. No, exactly. Um, no, it's it's about as low as you can go. And then they stepped on the top of my head with this garbage. And I mean, whatever this tire fire is, that, I mean, that game's been uninstalled from my hard drive for a long time now. And then I'm yeah. still like, it's, it's still upsetting me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No man's sky did it perfectly. Like they, they knew they screwed up. Big they time. tried to hide it at first and that was a bad choice. They got called out. And then they, then they went to work and fixed it. And it's, uh, much better game for it yes uh i don't know if they do that because if they're having to go to like they're having to go to like a live service like this or a subscription fee like Mm -hmm. that's not a good look no and i honestly i I mean at at this point like i can pass on elder scrolls 6 i you know again without a problem i think i pass on Man, now that you brought that up about Doom, though, I don't want to. I don't want to punish ID for Bethesda's idiotic. Same thing like we said earlier about Blizzard. Like I'm not going to punish everybody based on a right some stupid decisions. But that doesn't mean, like you said, I have to get 
Elder Scrolls Six. Like no, from Bethesda Softworks. Yeah, yeah. Now you got to show me something. Or Bethesda Games, whatever the yep. publisher one, developer. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so confusing. either way, I, it's. Do you th- other possible conspiracy theory? Uh, I don't know if it was. I think it was last or last episode we talked about that. Uh, Doom Eternal was pushed back. Mm-hmm. Do you think they pushed it? They, I mean, they were very tight-lipped on why it was being pushed back, but probably just for more polish and everything like that. But do you yeah. think it could have been pushed back because they knew this was coming? No. No. Okay. No, because I, th- I think, I think if Doom Eternal was ready to go, um, you'd not want to push it back because then at least you could kind of get over this idiotic choice by releasing a good game here's a good game sure yeah kind of like that you know like diablo 4 comes out and then all of a sudden all those troubles with blizzard kind of go away real quick right so true i think i think this is either again them trying to keep the lights on and and squeeze out every little penny they can before they just give up on this um or they are so blissfully ignorant to how how the public actually reacts to their bad choices like i like it's almost worse if if there's somebody on their staff that's like yeah this is a great idea like guys this is awesome this is going to turn everything around like there might be I, i wish there was just somebody going you guys know this is just a terrible idea Right. I'm, I think that's something we find out about in like two or three years. Right. When somebody finally like breaks the like, silence. I was standing they, on top yeah. of my office chairs, waving my hands, being <clears> like, please, I love you more, Octavia. I uh, love you the most. Ooh. Ow. Anyway, like standing on top of my desk at work, just waving my arms in the air, going, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And then somebody with a higher pay grade is like, nope, too bad. Um, yeah. I, it's so I mean I don't know I I hope it doesn't affect Doom Eternal I don't think it would most people are smart enough to realize that that's a completely separate developing team um, but it's not it's funny that the timing of Fallout first announcement co- coincides the same week that the Outer Worlds dropped yeah. <laughs> talk about bad timing which if you haven't seen anything about the Outer Worlds yet. Uh, was made by the guys who made the first two fallouts before Bethesda took it over. And it's everything we wanted Fallout 4 to be. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Um, you you own it, right? I do. I played an hour and a half of it with my wife, who has played even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you played Fallout New Vegas... And like that, you will love the Outer Worlds because it's Fallout New Vegas in space. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> coming from that, like when Fallout 4 was being released, and then, Katie, you would absolutely love this game. Uh, coming from when, like, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and then the lead up to Fallout 4, and then having Fallout 4 come out... Um, no, and Brad, absolutely play Fallout 4. We all liked it, but it wasn't what some of us exactly wanted. 
Right. I like I, I think for me, like I enjoyed parts of it and then I got I just got bored of it. I don't mm-hmm. know. It just got it got to be old to me. It was just too much like it felt too much like a futuristic Skyrim to me. I don't know. It just was too and I played the shit out of Skyrim, which is Same. why it's weird why I wouldn't enjoy Fallout Four, but it just for me it just well, I couldn't even get like halfway through the game I just lost it. Even, I just I was like, nah. Even Skyrim had dialogue trees more or less yeah and fallout 4 did to an extent but they were so seemingly dumbed down and simplified that it Mm -hmm. took away some of the special nuance that you felt during skyrim and fallout new vegas and fallout 3 yeah outer world just says here you go and it's like you can spec out to be charm dialogue heavy and you can talk your way in and out of situations you can just be a dumb as a rock and that affects how you interact with people greatly like it's uh i told missy the reason we got it i was like i know she i knew she'd like it because i told her not told her but i mean like she she really liked fallout 4 platinumed it and i she played a little bit of fallout three and really liked the interaction you can do with NPCs and stuff like that. And so I was just like, I think this is going to be something that you will very much enjoy. And she has absolutely loved it. And apparently gotten to a point where she had to stop playing because she was kind of blindsided by She's like, I have a choice and I don't know what choice to make. And it's too much right now. And she had to put it down. (laughs) I can see that happening, but I mean, it, it, it looks gorgeous. It is buggy, but I mean, it's new release, so that's expected. But I, I had a blast the hour and a half I played, like just the interactions with the NPCs. The writing is super snappy. I love it. And I'm looking forward to really getting into it. And that's what I'll play it for some of my one of my shifts tomorrow, or at least part okay. of it. Yeah. Um, if you if you do that, I'll I'll watch because I'm I'm interested to see what this game looks like because again, my immediate gut reaction was to see like to look at gameplay and go, ugh, that just looks that looks so close to Fallout and because of you know, I mean, New is. Vegas, um, but it was just like it just gave me that like that it just sucks that Fallout seventy six was so bad that it almost ruined another game for me <laughs> it's like i don't know i just it like god's powers had, know no bounds right and it's like if i didn't have your guys's opinions who would get the game like mm-hmm. i probably would never even check it out it was outer worlds was also going to be like a i'm going to get it eventually game sure and then the way chris and and ben talked about it was like okay like and Carlos as well. Like I was sure. like this, I might need to check this out. And I'm very glad I did. So I have a fresh install on my PS4 ready to go for tomorrow. So we're going to, we're going to, you'll be, you'll be able to see and make a judgment mm-hmm. for yourself. Cause whew, I don't know. I though just the aesthetic of what I've seen so far is, is, very intriguing obviously i mean new vegas space is the simplified version of it but um the world they created and by world i mean like the all the background lore that's there for either from npcs or by 
looking at items and reading their, you know, special text dialogue stuff. Like it's the way you create your character even is super cool and honestly hilarious. So you'll see tomorrow. <laughs> um, I don't know what shift that'll be on, but probably, I don't know. It might be my late shift. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if it's your late shift, I don't know if I'll be able to tune in, but... Uh, you can watch the pod. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll see a Monster Factory of this? Like, is the create a, is the create a character screen, like, options enough that we could possibly get a fucked up version? Someone's already made um, fucking... Oh, what's his face? He was just somehow... He's Ant-Man. Paul Rudd. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Uh, someone's already made Paul Rudd. Someone okay. has made a Pennywise. Like you can get real weird with it. All right, then I think we will definitely see one. <laughs> you should just and because like you can really curate how your character is viewed upon by NPCs. Like that would definitely play into a Monster Factory. <laughs> All right, in my opinion. And also, depending on what you wear, you get different rant. Like it's a whole. There's a whole thing. Well, I know. I know Katie's gonna get it, so I'll, I'll definitely watch her play it. Also, um, I, yep, I'm with Misty, Katie. You will a thousand percent dig that game. So, I mean, the more the more access I get to see it and and kind of you know feel it out, actually like witness it in person. I mean. You know me. I'll probably just fucking cave pretty quickly. <laughs> just buy the game anyway. I mean, we already you know? kind of got you with Modern Warfare. So like... I know. Uh, and I mean, if if for the stream, I'm gonna maybe I'll play it. And yeah. Oh man, that the way that cam the way the Modern Warfare campaign starts just sets a tone. Okay. For the rest of it, that is just kind of like buckle up. <laughs> and here we go. Here Plus, you got go. McTavish, right? What's that? It's McTavish. Nope. Is that his? Is that his name? Soap. Is it Soap? Yeah. Soap. Isn't yeah, his, his actual Mc, name McTavish? Soap, yeah, Soap McTavish. Yeah. Okay. Nope. It's not. Okay. It's a soft reboot. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to spoil. I. I don't want right. to spoil yep. anything for you. Like, yeah. And B and B saying it's so good. So it's very good. It, oh man. I wasn't that into the uh, advanced warfare or black ops three campaign mm -hmm. this one got me all right so if you want to try it out tomorrow it's here uh we got a lot of stuff possible for possibly uh, possibilities tomorrow so yeah. we'll be just fine i love me uh i love me that call of duty campaign so i'm uh i'm gonna now need you in post for the audio listeners to put in Chris St. Tweet Corner or for the cure or something. Sure, 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 sure. I'll I'll go back and find a uh an old episode recording of him saying the the Tweet Corner jingle. There you go. We'll do that. Even though this is gonna be a Twitch corner. Twitch Twitch Corner? No. Twitch Corner. Twitch. I don't corner. like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh but we have a couple from earlier in the stream. That we will now read. Uh, I do you want to do you want to take one? I take one. 
Yeah, sure. It feels so weird without Chris doing this. It does. It does. Um, I'll do the first one. Dr. Stoppage in the chat. Hashtag each corner. Rank top five Halloween candies. Um, did he ask us this last year? I don't think he did. I don't remember this question coming uh, before. It's I think possible. That, I think that's the definite way to go, Brad. Robot voice. Oh, sorry. I, I I scrolled up. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I think I got a list. I'll go. F- I'll start at five. I'm gonna go Whoppers. I just like those. Uh, four. I'll go. Shit, it's already falling apart. <laughs> and we. <laughs> um. Damn, I just had it. Describe the candy. Well, now I can only think about Milky Way. I don't think it's Milky Way though. Snickers. Um. Twix. Twix is on there, so I'll just go this way. Okay. Number one overall is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. If you can have whatever opinion you want on candy, but that's my favorite candy of all time, and it's by far the number one to me. Two for me is Twix. Three okay. would be Milky Way. Okay. Four would be this elusive one that I had <laughs> and then immediately forgot. Um, fuck it. I'll say I'll say Snickers. Okay. I mean, a Snickers is always good, man. I might Snickers actually Snickers is just a nougaty Milky Way, in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I might swap. Uh... No. Okay. No, I found it. Number four, Almond Joy. That's probably uh, gonna be unpopular, but I I like Almond Joy. I okay. like coconut and almonds, okay. but okay. Uh, yeah. So Reese's peanut butter moves. cups, Twix, Milky Way, Almond Joy, Whoppers. For me, number five. Also Whoppers. I love them. They're just good, right? <sighs> They're delicious. Number four, like Junior Mints. Okay. I can um, get into that. Number three. I, I, definitely unpopular opinion, but I think I'm going to go Runts. Really? I love Runts. Interesting. No shame. I don't, I, I don't dislike Runts. That's just... Yeah. Okay. Give me all your bananas. Oh yeah. I mean I think those are the best one of the runs. Same. But <laughs> Alex. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Candy corn pumpkins, not on my list. However, they are vastly superior to regular candy corn. Oh, easily. Uh, There's also the chocolate ones that are so much better. Agreed. And then Katie said never almond joy. It's not on my top five, but yeah. I used to hate Almond Joy, and then as I became older and more wise, Almond Joy is one of my favorite candies now. Just not for Halloween. Okay, sure. Uh, number two, Twix. And number one, you guessed it, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. You're damn right. You're damn right. And if it's a tree, a pumpkin, or an egg, it tastes even better. I don't know why. Ooh, the eggs. The eggs just taste so damn good. Fight me. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Like what, Jeff? You There's got a little a, blow a up in chat. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, this is the first time Jeff's been able to ask us a question on the podcast. What mm-hmm. are your top five, my dude? Start listing them out, and we're gonna we're gonna continue on. Oh, this is the ranking of a serial killer. I'm gonna Fusro Da this right out. 
<laughs> Jeff, I want your answer now. Fight me. What is your top five? Always we'll start Reese's. to answer your other one while you're thinking. Some, Brad agrees. <laughs> always Reese's somehow shapes taste. Yeah. Better. It's just yeah. scientifically proven. It's just uh, the perfect like ratio, too. I mean, I wanted some some fruit element in there instead of all chocolate, which is why Runtz is number three, because we talked about this recently, and I forgot how much I like Runtz. And maybe I ordered some over Amazon because I like them that much. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. But as chat discerns amongst themselves what their top fives are, I'm going to read the yeah. second question, also from Dr. Stoffage. Hashtag Tweech Corner. Hmm. Would you would you rather be forced to eat exclusively Halloween candy for the rest of your life or wear an elaborate Halloween costume every day for the rest of your life? Um so well, I'm assuming this is including not or sorry, including regular meals. So no more I don't know, uh, no more uh pancakes for breakfast, no more CVC breakfasts. No more Norwegian breakfasts. This is strictly Halloween candy. Okay, so so real quick, Jeff said Reese's, Snickers, Twix, Butterfinger, Three Musketeers. That's not a bad list. It's a good honest. list. Um, Starburst when I was Skittles, like, when I... literally anything over. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't pick black licorice over runs. I wouldn't pick nerds over runs. There's a lot of like hard candy I wouldn't pick over runs. I would, however, pick Starburst Ham Skittles over runs. Um, No, Jeff, when I was a kid, when I was like when I was a kid, just actually doing like going out and going door to door and trick or treating. uh, Three Musketeers were my favorite candy bar way back when. So. Um, Katie says Reese's Twix, Snickers, Skittles, 100 grand. How old are you? No kidding. 100 grand? What year is it? Let me get you a payday or a Toblerone. I've literally never seen Katie eat 100 grand, so I think she's lying. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's answer the actual question. Uh, so you said only candy? Only That's candy. That's all we can eat? All day, every day. Um, well, not all day, but I mean for will, me. Will only eating candy give us enough wow Brad. i think i think it's literally just <laughs> um, <laughs> i think it's just you you whatever nutritional quote-unquote value there is in candy that's what you get is that the case or can i actually get all my nutritional value out of candy and you can't get all, a lot of stuff out of not candy. all okay let's <laughs> say not all of it but i'm not gonna die if i only eat candy well can we it, at least it's say that? only specifies eating so that means you can get supplements and drinks and shakes and stuff Ooh. So, uh, that being said, that being said, I read that wrong. Uh, that being said, I think I, I would also ra- read that wrong. <laughs> I think I would uh, rather go with. <sighs> elaborately dressing up every single day. Because that's cosplaying. Uh, and there's money potential there. There is that definitely that most definitely like chooses your career path for the rest of your life. I mean, so does eating um, candy every single day for every meal. Uh, kind of, you know, not the same way at all. But for the sake also, of this, let's say you won't get diabetes. Okay. 
Um, oh, that does change it. It does. I think I'm going to go candy then. Like if there aren't going to be like, I could still get fat eating them. You know, it's not like you have to it's be like anything about exercising. Right. But it's not like I'm going to die if I only eat candy. So like as long as I can get nutritional. And you can drink whatever elsewhere? you want. You can drink right. whatever you want. So there's a lot of potential there, too. I have to like grind up the candy bars in my smoothie. Uh, I was going to say, however, if you get a blizzard, <laughs> that's oh, your God. only meal. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as it's not going to kill me, I'd probably do the candy. Although candy sounds way very, more fun. It, well, it does until, you know, you've done it for like a week straight and then you want to throw up every time you try to eat candy. So that's every week after following Halloween, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how you feel that. Like think. Think about your life five days after Halloween when you have all that candy left over and you're eating it and you're like, I need to stop. I had one. That's the rest of your life. I had one doorbell (laughs) ring last night because it was 30 degrees and snowy. (laughs) Yeah. So. But an elaborate costume that could still work, though, for the funnies funsies about it. Um. You could yeah. dress up as a Johnny Depp character every day exactly. of the week, possibly for two weeks, and never be the same character. <laughs> I could just dress up as, um, I don't know, Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. That's a pretty elaborate one, right? Like if I'm full on going into it, I think you. Could. Or yeah, if you're, I don't if know, you're, whatever. If you're going for the gold, I think that counts. Or does it have to be something crazy like I go as Pennywise and it's like, okay, now I that's I mean, you just... can do it. It just has to be elaborate. I think it has to be worthy of a costume contest win. Can it be a different costume every day if you want it to be? I think so. All right, I'm changing it to Halloween costume. Or wear an elaborate Halloween costume every day for the rest of your life. It doesn't specify it has to be the same one. All right. I think I'm going to go with that one. That's, that's my theory and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, exactly, B. Like, you could do I it in a way it where it's not... It's not necessarily weird every day. Right. How are you going to go as Sauron? Make it elaborate. Build a tower. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I think that concludes Tweet Corner. I think it does. Which means we get to wind down the episode. So I get to do some housekeeping real quick for all you fine people. Uh, If you haven't already... If you're, this is your first time viewing us on Twitch, this is our first live episode, give us a follow. Uh, very soon in the near future, we're going to be allowed to open up subscriptions, uh, probably in the next couple weeks. I'm not going to put a time frame on it exactly, but by bef- before mid-November, late November, mid-late November, I think we can start actually accepting subscriptions on this page, which will be awesome. Um, but at the very least, give us a follow. That's free. And when people like free. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention to what's been above my head tomorrow morning, Saturday, November 2nd, starting at 9 a.m. Central time right here on this channel, same bat time, same bat channel. We are going to be streaming for extra life, uh, in supports of children's miracle network hospitals, and we'll be doing it for 24 hours. Uh, if you look below on our Twitch page, there should be a panel that links directly to our donation page. If you care to make a donation we would absolutely love that and thank you for it otherwise just hang out all day with us what else you got going on a saturday really come on but for the audio listeners or if you're not aware we have a podcast you can find it on itunes google play spotify uh where else podbean Mm -hmm. i think stitcher 
Every, we're on there now too. So wherever you find podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast, you can probably find us there. And if mm-hmm. you would like to follow or subscribe to us there as well, that would be lovely. Uh, you can check out our website, comegetyourpodcast.com, where we'll be having more information about the goings-ons of what the boys, us, the boys, and Chris is doing. And also uh, every once a month, every close to that, my wife writes an article about whatever she's been into lately. I think... Not totally sure, but I think the next one is going to be about Fallout 4 was her first Fallout experience, and now she's super in the outer world, so I think coming from that angle is super interesting uh, and could be unique. So check out comegetyourpodcast.com slash Mitch's main squeeze, or you'll see the page there. You can go read it up. Uh, am I missing anything? Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. at CGY Podcast. Um... Big one right now is Extra Life. So be here tomorrow. Hang out. Yeah, and again, if you and okay. yeah, no, and again, if you can't, if you don't, if you can't uh, come up with any money to donate, it's it's fine. Just please try to share, or you know, just kind of spread the word. Just because the more yes. the more the merrier. Honestly, just any help would be would be. Any be links so grateful. on our yeah. uh, podcast social media? If you like to share those, that would be one thousand percent grateful yeah. from us. Yeah. Um, and please do so. But it'll be fun. But as always, we end every episode with a shower thought from Reddit. This week's shower thought comes from user. I'm going to mispronounce this. Sanid Jain. Okay. A bottomless pit is the safest pit to fall into. (laughs) That's going to do it for us here. Come get your podcast. (laughs) This has been episode 63. I've been your host, Adam. I've been Dustin. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. I'm going to cut the audio first before I say...